world's on fire, our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. <laughs> pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. <laughs> But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a Coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Hey, get yourself some communion. Get yourself a wafer. Get you whatever. Get ready. We're going to be doing that. Here in a second, uh, man, I got some. Look, I, I got to I know the I know the Holy Spirit is real. I know God is real. You, you know why I know it? Last like three or four nights, four or five nights in a row, I've had I've, I've had broken sleep. You guys know what I'm talking about. You wake up in the middle of the night, and then I don't know about you. When my eyes pop open, my brain kicks in, and I, it just starts running. So the worst thing that can happen to me is to wake up in the middle of the night because. <laughs> Uh, well, you, you get it, right? So last night before I went to bed, and, and uh, when, I, when I was crawling in bed, I, I, I prayed specifically. I said, Lord, I need some sleep, please. No no distractions. My, my, we pray we, every night when Michelle and I go to bed, Michelle uh, repeats his prayer over us and all this. But I said, after she's done it, I said, Lord, listen, I need some sleep. I need some sleep, please. And, folks, I'm telling you, my eyes... I didn't roll. I don't think I rolled over in my bed till eight minutes after five. I normally get up at five thirty. I don't think I rolled over. In fact, Michelle said yeah, she got up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, and uh, she thought she wondered if I was maybe dead. So I, I want you to know that the Lord answered that prayer last night. As stupid as that may sound, the Lord gave me an unbelievable night's sleep last night. I said, "Better watch out. Better not cry." They're not telling you why Jesus Christ came into town. <laughs> Sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. Got some great stuff for you. We always have Flea Flicker Friday, so I do want to, uh, man, there's a lot of stuff I'd love, I'd love to get out of you guys. I'd love to hear from you. And I don't know how I do this. I'd, I'd love to do a Friday where it's uh, new callers only. But I don't know if it would go dead. Maybe we'll do. We won't do that today. We'll see see exactly what's going on. Boy, I got, I'm going to I'm going to share something with you here in a minute. But before I get too far in it, Myra, go ahead and pray us in. Joe, get ready for communion. Let's get that done right off the bat here today. Before I get too far down the road. Yes, Coach, I will be happy to. Thank you so much. Good morning. It is written Ephesians four twenty through thirty. But ye have not so learned Christ. If so, be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. That ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitfulness, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. That ye be put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore, putting away lying, speaking every man truth with his neighbor, for we remember one of another. Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Amen. Neither give praise to the devil. Let him that stole steal no more. Rather, let him labor, working with his hands the things which is good, that he may have to give to him that needeth. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to be used of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers, and give not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. 
Jesus, you are welcome to Coach Dave Haddle, and we open our hearts to you. I unleash resurrection power, love, joy to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, Myra. Amen, Joe. Um, Well, good morning, everybody. It's really morning here in California. (laughs) Um, Appreciate you getting up with us, Joe. Yeah. um, Well, it takes the help of an alarm on my side for this one now. (laughs) But um, uh, I've started this before with uh, a verse we all know, but tonight I want to, or this morning, (laughs) tonight, because it's still dark outside. I, I want to carry on a couple verses further than we normally read. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has Amen. not believed in the name and the only Son of God. And this is the judgment, that the light has come into the world, and people loved the darkness rather than the light because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his works should be exposed. But whoever does, does what is true comes to the light so that it may clearly be seen that his works have been carried out in God. Amen. And I'd like to have that in our hearts as we as we take communion today. And so, Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord. Please, thank you for giving your only Son. Thank you for giving us a path to the light. Thank you for, and please forgive us our transgressions and bring us cleanse into your sight as we take this Holy Communion. And let us remember that we sit our, with our spirits together at your right hand as a part of the body of our Lord Jesus Christ. And from that perspective, far above our challenges that we are, that our our flesh endures here on the earth, that from high, from far above, we take this communion, and we pray to you now in Jesus' name. I pray, Amen. Amen. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and break it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Let us start the day and keep the day remembering for, for all that you have done for us. Amen. 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 John 3, 16. For God so loved the world and gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish. And I was struck by that, Joe, as you read that. Uh, Jonathan, if you can, pull up uh, Webster's Dictionary. Perish. 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 God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him won't perish. What's that word mean? Perish. Perish. Well, Webster says it's to die or to lose life in any manner. Stop right there. You can still be alive and perish, folks. You can still be alive and perish. Applied to animals, uh, to die, to wither away, to decay. 
to waste away as a leg or an arm has perished, to be in a state of decay or passing away, to be destroyed, to come to nothing, to fall entirely, to be extirpated, Second Kings 9.8, to be burst or ruined, to perish. Think about it. God so loved the world, he gave his own begotten son, that I believe in him shall not perish. This is, this is the condition of the unregenerate man. Right there it is, folks. What to be wasted or render, rendered useless. To be injured or tormented. To be lost eternally. To be sentenced to an endless misery. Perry says to destroy. So you know the truth of, the, of it is, Death might be the easiest part of perishing. We'll say that again because you went over your head. Bible says there's days going to come when people are going to beg to die. <laughs> They're going to beg to die, right? But we're perishing every day. If, apart from Christ, you're perishing every day. You are wasting away, withering away, decaying. In fact, it says you're in a state of decay. You're not, you're not dead yet. You're just on your way to being dead. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him won't have to live like that. It's pretty profound, isn't it? Pretty profound. Amen. I'm going to do a flea flicker Friday. I got, man, I got some really, really good stuff to share with you today. And I, oh, don't forget to go there for a conference. Glad I did that. Go there for a conference. You can live stream it. Uh, and listen. I'll say this again. I support Mike Spalding, what he's doing. I know, I, I, it takes a lot of time, effort, and money, and energy to bring these things on. And if you if you go by a live streaming, then you can watch the whole thing, and you'll have it forever, and you can review it and review it and review it and those kind of things. So I just encourage you uh, to do that. I was uh, Michelle and I were going to go down last night. Just I couldn't I had too many things going on. Couldn't get away to get down there in time. We'll be there this morning. Starts at. Uh, one o'clock, I believe. I don't know. Somewhere in the <laughs> you think I know? I'm I'm, I'm the first Mike Spalding, on the first speaker. So I think it's uh, two o'clock. Maybe I start speaking, and you can stream it all and watch it all. We encourage you to support Mike if you can. Okay, cool. Let me um uh, before I before I get into open phone Friday or flea flicker Friday, I got to I got to show you something here. I got to I, I saw this. A hey, uh, who I got in there? Jonathan, pull up number one. I'm going to ask you a question right now. I don't know this, okay? This is, this is Conspiracy Theory 101. Could Joe Biden already be dead? Could he already be dead? Remember they announced to us a couple, I don't know, a week ago, whatever it was, it had, he was, had COVID and Joe was getting better and yada, 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 yada. And we all understand that really the guy we've been looking at, we don't even know if that's a real guy anyway. We, we really don't know, do we? We don't know what's going on with this guy. And uh, I'm seeing him riding his bike. I haven't seen him much out in public. And I think the polling is so bad for the, Repub- for the Democrats. I don't know, folks. I watched this video yesterday. Somebody told me that the average human being blinks between 30 and 40 times a minute. So a, a natural person is blinking almost, almost once a second. And I want you to watch this one minute and 43 seconds with me of Joe Biden. Don't listen to what he says because it doesn't really matter. It's just propaganda. But I want you to watch his eyes. I want you to tell me how many times you see him blink. Go ahead. And then on January 6th, we relied on law enforcement to save our democracy. We saw what happened. The Capitol Police the D.C. Metropolitan Police, other law enforcement agencies were attacked and assaulted before our very eyes, speared, sprayed, stomped on, brutalized, and lives were lost. And for three hours, the defeated former president of the United States watched it all happen. As he Watch his eyes, not what he's saying. Next to the Oval Office. While he was doing that, brave law enforcement officer subject to the medieval hell for three hours, dripping in blood, surrounded by carnage. Face to face with crazed mob that believed the lies of the defeated president. The police were heroes that day. Donald Trump lacked the courage to act. 
the brave women and men in blue all across this nation should never forget that. You can't be pro-insurrection and pro-cop. You can't be pro-insurrection and pro-democracy. You can't be pro-insurrection and pro-American. There can be no greater responsibility than to do all we can to ensure the safety of our families, our children, our community, our nation, and our law enforcement officers. I will always meet that duty, just as you do every single day as members of a critically important organization. May God bless you all. May God protect law enforcement. What's up there, Paul? What's up there, Dr. Paul? I counted twice. I counted two blinks. And I don't yeah. know how many times I, I blink why. I watch it. What's going on there, dude? Absolutely unnatural. I don't know what computer generated his. It, the mouth doesn't sink either. There's no, there's no facial muscle, enough facial muscles to convince me that's not all computer generated. You're absolutely right. So, folks, I'm just throwing it out there. You heard it here first. Uh, boy, hey, right wing watch, they'll be after me now. Uh, they'll be after me now. <laughs> Trump won, yeah. Huh? They'll be after me now, but something is amiss there, boys and girls. Now, look, look, look. Just my philosophy. I'm going to get you in here, Joanne, my, but hang on. <clears throat> they got, they're in a bind. They're in a bind because the next person ready to be president of the United States isn't ready to be president of the United States. And the world knows she's not ready to be president, and her party knows she's not ready to be president. So uh, just keep your eyes open. Something big is going on. That, I won't say it's from the Holy Spirit. Something's happening here. What it is ain't exactly clear. I'll tell you that. Joanne, come on in. Yeah, that might explain how come he's shaking his hand in the air. What do you mean? What do you mean? You know, he's seen. Have you seen the clip of him when he gets done speaking? He turns around to shake his hand, and nobody's yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And no, I got you. Yeah. Well, explain. Explain. Yeah, that would be like an action a robot would make. Amen. Well, uh, I don't look. I don't get too far down the. I, I, I just got a. I got a feeling something's going on, folks. When's the last time you saw him riding a bike? Something's going on, Betty. Good morning. I can also say he doesn't, didn't stammer or stutter around. Usually he's starting to say something and he goes off the wall with something else. So he was very, very coherent in everything what he said. He didn't blink his eyes. That's, I, I don't care about anything else. Hey, Paul, that's not natural, is it? Not blinking your eyes like that? That ain't natural, baby. <laughs> Especially the lights. Come on, I do this. Watch my eyes. Watch how often I blink. I got studio lights here hitting me in the eye. Feel like I feel like one of those guys, right? Come on, man. Something going on. Joe Allen. When you do profiling, you look at people's eyes, ears, mouth, facial expressions. He, Joe Biden squints. You don't have wide eyes. His ears don't look alike. This one has a little dimple in his chin. Joe Biden don't have a dimple in his chin. Well, I, listen, I can talk about all those stuff. I'm, listen, yeah. here's, all, here, here's all I'm saying. Listen, folks, there's something going on. Something really, really big going on. Now, I just saw they said 75% of, I'm sorry, Democrats don't think he should run again. I don't want to make this politics, okay? But uh, don't get caught with your, with your hands down. Something big is going on. Come on in, uh, uh, Kevin. Well, one of the theories about that video, and I think there actually is a possibility, is you may have just witnessed a very high-tech deep fake. Because the deep fake uh, video altering is so realistic that you pretty much can't tell the difference. All right, And you may have just seen a mistake in their deep fake by not making him blank enough. Yeah. Well, we know that's right. Both sides are being manipulated behind the scenes by... Forces we don't know. I believe them to be dark forces. I believe them to be Luciferian. I believe them to be demonic. And I believe uh, that uh, Joe Biden isn't president of the United States, whether it's Obama or the handlers up higher than him that are making those decisions. 
Uh, again, I don't want to get bogged down on this. I just, you heard it here first. You heard it here first or second. I think he's already passed, and I think we'll find out here. Uh, as soon as they get their ducks in order, then I think they'll begin to leak the information to us. Rochelle. Um, I just would like to add one thing onto that. Um, the, uh, a lady named Sherry Edwards, who is a doctor of Sound Health Solutions, does voice prints on people, and you can see what health ailments, their voice like is a digital representation of their health. And she does this on Joe Biden because you can also tell when they're uh, lying and telling the truth and stuff like that. But she said that um, his most recent voice print does not look anything like his past voice prints. Like he had an aneurysm back, I think, in the 80s, maybe. And so that would typically show up on a voice print. Well, those type of ailments are not showing up on his latest voice prints. Okay, so it's impossible to do that. There's all kinds of evidence. uh, Here's what I'm telling you. Whoever or whatever has been Joe Biden, it's about to change. That, that, that's, that's all I'm saying. I have no inside information. It's just an unction that I have that there's a two-card money being played on us right now, right where we are. Boy, Johnny Burkini looked good in that new hat. Reggie, come on in. Coach, you're talking crazy, man. Yep, I am. I'm just, I'm just joshing you um, yep. based on something else. But so the, what, you're, what you're seeing is a practice that they've been doing for forever. They've been, they used to move Royals and put in twins. They, they've been doing this for years. They have the agenda. Of course, we're not going to know the agenda. They, uh, Pi, uh, Paul the six, Pope Pi, Paul the six, he was killed and they put in a fake one. So-called, but that's what, long story short, these are the mm-hmm. mysteries to move their agenda pieces around. This is sure. what they and do. Then, so that's the point I'm trying to make. Something's going on. Look, look. I don't want to get into. I'm, I'm not yelling at you, Reggie. I'm, I don't want to get into conspiracy theories. I'm just telling you. I think something. I think something's broken. I think something is going on behind the scenes. And I'm giving you a tip. Be ready for it. It's coming. We're going to see it. We're going to see it. Uh, listen, I got three things I want to show you here real quickly. Number number uh, six, if you could uh, for me there, uh, Jonathan. Number six. I saw this uh, yesterday. I couldn't believe it. Actually, three days ago, I was going to show because we were talking. Yeah, we've been uh, the last couple of days. In fact, we've been talking about uh, uh, hierarchy, church hierarchy, church hierarchy. Did you guys see this? Brooklyn preacher robbed at gunpoint of more than $1 million worth of jewelry during his sermon. So they break into his church. Uh, he, they, he thinks he doesn't know what to think. He, there's a video of it. He gets down on the ground. He lays down on the ground. Bishop Lamar Whited of they robbed him. He had on him that day more than $1 million in jewelry. A minister of the gospel, kingdom of God, happens to be black, right? A million dollars. Now, there was another reason I scrolled on down. There was a video I went associated with that. I wanted you to see, folks. Let me see. I thought there was. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now look, now look folks. Look, look. <laughs> Just go ahead and play it. Well, a bishop in Brooklyn was robbed at gunpoint right in the middle of delivering his Sunday sermon. This was yesterday. So the frightening encounter was all caught on the church's live stream. And tonight, the bishop is telling us what was going through his mind as it all unfolded. Arthur Chan in the newsroom now with what he had to say. Arthur. Glory, Steve. This sermon taking place yesterday. The bishop was asking his congregation if they've ever lost faith after seeing someone die. Seconds later, masked gunmen were in their faces and nobody knew if it was a robbery or if they were about to experience a mass shooting. Yo, yo, all right, right, right. While delivering a Sunday sermon on a live stream, three masked gunmen are seen storming the Leaders of Tomorrow International Ministries in Brooklyn, forcing Bishop Lamar Whitehead to the ground. He says a gun was even pointed in the face of his eight-month-old daughter. Women and children started to scream, and they put the gun, they came, put the gun to my back, and they put the gun to my daughter's face. This is atrocious, right? For men to come in at during service and lay the entire church down at gunpoint. The bishop says the gunman stole more than a million dollars worth of jewelry and gems, including expensive watches and even his wedding band. While the sermon was going out live from the second floor of this building, some congregants were there in person. It's threatening for the people that come to church that day. 
It's horrible. Whitehead once served five years in prison for identity guns. theft and grand larceny. In his current out. life, he is known for his opulent flashiness and claims to be a mentee of Mayor Eric Adams. The bishop recently attempted negotiating the surrender of Q-Train murder suspect Andrew Abdullah and showed up at the police precinct in a $400,000 Rolls Royce. But the NYPD took Abdullah into custody on their own. Now, the bishop is offering a $50,000 reward for the arrest of the gunmen who robbed him, urging them to turn themselves in. I'm praying for them, but I want justice to be prevailed because they can't just run into these churches like this, man. If you could run into the church, you could run anywhere. Now it's unclear tonight. <laughs> you, you it's unbelievable, isn't it? First of all, I want to I want to make this clear. I'm listen. I'm going to tell you the truth. Me, this is me. I think this is not me. This is evidence of what I think is phony Christianity. There ain't nobody who just got robbed of a million dollars who's praying for the guys who robbed it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Yes. Ain't nobody doing that, right? Come on, man. Oh. They, they, boy, they, they, they pull them over us all the time. Number nine, pull number nine up real quick. Then I'm going to open it up and let you hop in there, and I'll throw some of this up there for you. Thank goodness, Webster's 1828 Dictionary. Not that one, Johnny. No, uh, yeah, Jonathan, not that one. Number nine, Webster's. Miriam Webster. Miriam's came in there and changed Mr. Webster. Miriam now has uh, under uh, Miriam Webster changed the definition of the word girl. Can you make that a little bigger for me, Johnny boy? Make it a little bit bigger there in yellow. You can see it. I don't know if you can. Girl, a person whose gender identity is female. Now officially in the language of Merriam-Webster's Dictionary. And look at this. They're claiming since 1828. They're not doing doing old Mr. Webster's stuff anymore. What a bunch of liars. Roger, come on in. That is an insurance scam, Dave. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's all about, I need some cash. Somehow I'm going to fake value or Joey's going to give me something of value, the hip hop star. I'm going to pretend I own it. I'm going to insure it. Then I'm going to get robbed. Then I'm going to put a claim in. I'm sorry. That's what that's going to end. Spoken like a real lawyer (laughs) right there. Give us about six months, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll see what's taking place. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, I know what it will be. In six months, he'll claim to be a woman. He'll be claimed to be a woman and that somebody gave him that jewelry. Some man gave him that jewelry, and so he wasn't really the one that stole it. It was, given, it was that other person who he's not anymore. That, that's, that's the way they'll do it. They'll get around it. Revelation 20, 50. Is that Jerry? I, I, I got my brain dead today, Jerry. Go ahead. What I want to know is what's a pastor doing with $1 million worth of jewelry? That was my point. Wearing it into the church, right? Driving a $400,000 Rolls Royce on a storefront church. See, folks, this is the the kind of stuff that makes the gospel harder for us to spread. The kingdom message. Because the kingdom message is not jewelry. That's that's not it. If he has a million dollars in jewelry and you go to him and say... uh, so can you help with the poor? Why don't you give that money to the poor? He'll say what? Well, I give away a lot, and I've earned all this. And yeah, well, that's how it says. Rich. Yeah, I was uh, curious why the guy sitting in the back behind him in the chair <clears throat> didn't flinch a muscle like he was watching a TV show. You know, he he didn't look yep. scared. He didn't look challenged or anything. Like he knew it was coming. Yeah, like Roger said, it's some type of scheme. Maybe they'll all set up, huh? Amen. Patrick. Mary, you're up next. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I got to say, uh, when I was a kid, when I was an altar boy, as a young man, I um, I, I, I worked with uh, Father Ray Tatro, who was friends with um, St. Oscar Romero, uh, who's been canonized since, since then. And uh, this was like a man who actually – took his vow of poverty seriously, right? He really seriously, I mean, to the point where we had to actually go and, and fix his car like 25 times when I was a kid because he, he refused to, to take money, you know, for, for anything. And I look at it as some, somebody like, like Ray Tatro, who's a, who's a wonderful, wonderful man, right? And 
And I look at this nonsense with, with somebody who's obviously, you know, making money off the priesthood. And it just disgusts me. I mean, it's, it's, it's really enraging. Like, I, I can't even describe to you how, how well, good, frankly good pissed off I am. Well, good news is, Patrick, you know? it, it enrages all of us. Because this is what's I know, masquerading I, it, Christianity. Right? It, 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 it is. It's it's just disgusting, and I think that we should all be 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 uh, irritated by this. And it doesn't matter whether you believe or you don't. But like, you know, this is just this guy is obviously a charlatan, and Amen. we should we should call it out when we see it. Okay, listen, you're not unholy just because you're rich. Rich men can be holy. The Bible says it's easier for a camel to go through an eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom. So wealth is a wealth can be a block, but wealth in itself is not a crime nor a sin. Mary. Hi, Nurse Mary from New York. Hey, Nurse yes, Mary. you are all correct. There's a big investigation going on. No one believes that this was a robbery. And, oh, okay. And he's friends with the mayor. That was the uh, <laughs> There you go. Connect the dots. Connect the dots. Johnny, be good. How you doing this morning, Johnny? <laughs> good morning. Doing well. I don't think that uh, a pastor at a storefront could uh, collect that kind of money. So I think there's something going on behind the scenes. Something going on behind the scenes. I'm with you. But people are uh, uh, supporting him any way, any way you cut it, right? Any way you cut it. Hey, let me shift to something here that I think is important. If you could for me, uh, go to what says, uh, you want something funny first? Can I give you let me let me give you something funny first. Let's go to number four. Bring a little bit of levity in here for once, because we're already so daggone serious in here with Coach Dave. Uh, Coach Dave Live. Number four, if you can, uh, uh Jonathan, I didn't give you much of a yeah, there you go. Uh not that one, although that's that that oh my goodness, that's really good. In fact, that's kind of somber. Scroll on down, brother. Scroll on scroll on down. A little bit more, a little bit more. I thought I had it all key. There it is. Hey, this this will grow on you. Freeze it. This will grow on you. Uh, this is a, she organized a flash mob outside of Victoria's Secret. Okay, it's pretty good. A little bit of levity here this morning. Go ahead and play it. the heavy girls.
Okay, you can do it. So the ideas behind body shaming, but there's a lot of truth to that, isn't it? Oh my goodness, the, the, the anorexia that's gone on, all those, all those poor girls, and the whole image of the American woman made up by a dude, Les Wexner, in New Albany, Ohio, uh, the associate, by the way, of our good friend uh, Jeffrey Epstein, uh, the late Jeffrey Epstein, I said. Cool. Go to number, I said this was open phone, and now I'm, I'm still all over. I, I got some good stuff. So Silver, come on in while we get number five ready. Coach, I've been having some, uh, well, the Lord told me to look at TikTok this morning, and I did. And he showed me the ultimate uh, depiction of our great-grandchildren, grandchildren, and the way they operate, the way they talk, the things they do, just dumb stuff, you know. And I'm going, Lord, is this what, is this what we're supposed to have, okay, to take over when we're gone? Hmm. So he said, well, <coughs> it's up to you. I said, so the Lord told me to have a meeting with my eight grandchildren. And uh, we're going to discuss this stuff. We're going to come hmm. to my house and we're going to discuss this stuff. And I got one grandson that's out in Colorado uh, and he, I'll put him on video. But we'll all be here and we're going to discuss the things of the Lord and the future and what's going on. I'm Amen. Sorry. I mean, I went and looked at that, and I just, I'm sitting there. These people yeah. are just stupid. Yeah. yeah. You know? Joe, we're being bombarded with it, too. Uh, yeah, I know. And we, we have to be able to, us guys, old people, okay, are supposed to uh, educate along the way, but somehow we still missed it, you know? Yeah, we did. Because uh, they show evidences <laughs> of their generation. And I'm just going, yep. oh, uh, okay. So that's that's why I was, you know I, I was uh, uh, I was having this discussion the other day. We, uh, somebody suggested old guys like me and you, Joe, and others uh, make a video to leave to your grandchildren. Just make just make a video that when when you know uh, twenty years from now they'll be able to listen to you. What you had say? I'm lucky I got all these videos I produced, right? But all of you ought to sit around. You ought to, you ought to make a video for your grandchildren. Tell them a little bit about, about your past, your heritage, where you came from, your mom and your dad. Because, folks, a lot of that stuff's going to die with us. It's going to die with us. And I often, I, I think, uh, I was watching this. I'll show you here in a second. I was watching this last night, and it made me, I got to reminisce about my, my own father. Michelle and I, um, before we fell asleep, I showed this. So let, let me do that because we just weaved into that. Go back to my Facebook page, if you could, John. And somebody sent this to me. I can't remember, can't remember who it was. This really, really touched me. Because, you know, there's a father wound, especially in young girls. But there's a father wound in all of us. Right there, Johnny. Right, right, there, right there, buddy. That first one. Right there. Click on that for me. Get that up. Sure, I'd, I'd, him, I'd never heard of he Michael Ke- Kelly Blanchard. Never heard of him at all. But this is a powerful, powerful song. So if you, got, yeah, if you have daddy issues, you uh, might want to get a Kleenex and get ready. Go ahead and play that, John. Sure. Uh, he was a guy like many guys that uh, had trouble with uh, getting close physically. Hugs were hard. I don't know why, but they were hard. But he figured out something that uh, is pretty obvious. And that is that uh, you can't cut hair from a distance. Freeze it a second. The title of this is Daddy Cut My Hair. We missed it. We missed just about 10 seconds at the beginning. Daddy cut my hair. Go ahead. Got to get in close. Real close. So close, you can hear him breathe. So close, you can hear his heart beat. And in that connection between a father and son, something passes. It isn't spoken. It's softer than a whisper. It's there though I love you son daddy cut my hair he didn't care for style he just snip and snip Sweep it in a pile But I could not keep still 
he'd understand Some things are just known between a boy and a man Right there in the middle of our kitchen's cluttered floor In the middle of the fifties in between a couple wars He'd get out his old scorch sheet and he'd wrap it round my neck He would be so close to me I'd smell the coffee on his breath He would be so close to me Well, we had a falling out Hanged if I know why But every time I think on it There's water in my eyes Said some awful words He ordered me to leave For years my sister wrote about how hard my mother grieved Second tour of duty, when the thrill had all been gone I started giving haircuts for my buddies there and now The wire came on Friday, I was, I was cutting Jojo's hair We buried mom on Wednesday, dad was happy I was there Buried mom on Wednesday But he never did remarry Traveled quite a bit As a father still some distance But as a grandpa quite a hit The stroke was unexpected There's so much to relearn He gets around with just a cane His speech has not returned Now, I cut daddy's hair He still don't care for style I snip and snip the memories Sweep them in a pile I don't say a word He smiles when I'm done Some things are just known Between a father and his son Right there in the middle Of our kitchen's cluttered floor In my middle forties Well I feel the ache once more For all the years our anger Kept us far apart Thank God that there's forgiveness To mend a broken heart Thank God that there's forgiveness his old scorch sheet and he'd wrap it around my neck and he would be so close to me I'd smell the coffee on his breath he would be so close to me I love you dad My dad cut my hair. My daughter, my daughter does it now. <laughs> But boy, there's so much, there's so much truth in that, isn't there? Boy, that that father. See, I, I'm, in a funny way, connecting the father wound to the Victoria's Secrets that the girls looking for affirmation, starving themselves to death to have skinny butts and big boobs, right? Always looking for the affirmation, somebody somewhere along the line. It's really, really profound. The older you get, you look back at broken relationships that you have, and why do you have them? What broke that relationship? What did I do? What did I say? A lot of barriers are men. Jeff, come on in, then Roger. 
I switch subjects on you, Jeff. So if you want to talk, I watch it. I change this. Go ahead. I was just going to mention. I sent you them pictures last night, and I thought we'd just share the thought of what happened up here at the Knox County Fair with that homo coming into the kids' judging of the hogs at Knox County Fair. It was uh-huh. just discussed. And Pastor Bill asked the question when we looked at that picture. He said, look at all the men in that background, that picture. Burly men sitting there watching that guy, supposedly judge hogs for little kids, throwing glitter all over in the arena, and they were sitting there applauding. I mean, just ruining more kids. You know what I mean? Just the destruction of kids there. <clears throat> the destruction of the family, for sure. They're, they're saying this guy's claims are he's the most sought-after hog judge for 4-H judging of kids at fairs traveling around doing this. So, so watch this out. Sodomite, county fair. This is a sodomite judge at the county fair. He's got colored uh, fingernails and all that kind of stuff. And people, you know, like, we sit back and applaud it, man. Real men, real men. Roger. Oh, I, I'll just take us back to that video for a second. Um, that was my experience, Dave, too. Uh, it, uh, my dad cut my hair. We were distant. Um, didn't talk much. Healing over time. Um, that, that just touched me. And I, I guess I would just share with members of the queue, um, heal, do all you can to heal those relationships with loved ones that you're separated from. I know activity is important. I know taking on the culture is important. Um, but boy, when you're laying, I think, with your last breath, I, I still believe your focus is going to be on your relationship with your God and your family. And just, uh, you know, my dad passed away two years ago, and um, he, you know, I didn't throw the baseball with him, and we didn't, he didn't teach me to fish, but something was always there. He was always my dad, and I always wanted and desired a better relationship it, it didn't really come and it and it harmed me and it damaged me but yet um it got better because i worked at it i wanted it and i just encourage you know members yeah. of the queue uh, i know we do a lot outside of our family unit i'm not saying we don't do that but boy take a look at your family take a look at healing those relationships and and be the first that you've taught us dave be the first maybe to say, I'm sorry. Uh, I want to heal this. Um, yep. You won't regret. Amen. Roger, the good news is you won't need a haircut much longer. No, 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 no. Those of them there are fighting words, brother. I'm going to cut you down this. <laughs> Don't bite off more than you can chew. Joe, come on in. Uh, Mary Kelly, your hand's still up. I know Myra, same thing. Go ahead, Joe. <clears throat> oh, thank you, Coach. Um, when I heard that and saw that video, I I immediately thought when I would have asthma attacks as a kid. And my dad, he was a lawyer and a farmer. He loved farming most, raising rice. And he would rock me all night in a chair when I had an asthma attack. And then it would be up at 6 in the morning and out until about 9 that night sometimes a couple nights in a row. He couldn't say, I love you. Mm. And when I was at university, my roommate, down at SC, my roommate said, Joe, do you ever tell your dad you love him? I said, oh, we, 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 you know. he said, tell him. He said, my dad's gone. You tell your dad. So I started telling my dad when I'd be home. I was home four days a week and at school three days a week. And because I was helping him with rice farming too. I was to have my own operation and um, I started telling him I love him. And he'd sort of blush, and he finally started saying it back. Wow. It's hard to break the ice with these guys. Amen. You know, he, uh, he didn't talk. He, he, I don't know. Man, I think the war broke them. I mean, he, um, and also it was a generation where you don't, where men are men, and, and they, they get done what they got to get done. He, he, he didn't, he didn't talk about taking, you know, the, Waves of Marines and 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 Army to the beach in the Pacific. It's just something he had to do, you know. Mm. He had to get up mm. early and you know and, and do that job, Joe. And he didn't talk about yeah. it. Last one well, was Okinawa. Had, 
They had to hide their emotions. Can you imagine what those WW2 guys went through, what they saw? Same thing with the Vietnam guys. You, you learn to hide your emotions, man. You yeah, Hacksaw Ridge was the last battle that he saw. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Hey, quickly, Spencer or Hunter or Jonathan, I just sent you a video. Pull that up here real quick. I, I feel the Holy Spirit, folks. So I'm going to I'm going to stay right here a second. Hang on, I get you. I'll get you all in here. I promise. Paul Overstreet. Uh, uh, hang on, this is a Paul Overstreet song, one of my favorite all times, called "Seeing My Father in Me." And I want you, to, I want you to think about this as you listen to this song. I think the lyrics. I don't know the lyrics up there or not, but you'll get it. Question number one, are you becoming your old man? And if you are, is that a good thing? And number two, are you a reflection of your heavenly father? When people see you, are they seeing their heavenly father? Go ahead and play that, John. Can't hear it, man. Last night we brought the children by visit their grandpa, and it's plain to see they're truly part of him. And while we were there, their grandma took out some old photographs, and he showed us. Like me back then I'm seeing my father in me I guess that's how it's meant to be And I find more and more like him each day I notice I walk the way he walks I notice I talk the way he talks I'm starting to see my father and me And today I took my wife for a walk Down that old dirt road Where my daddy took my mom so many times And we found the time to mention things I've never had we shared some thoughts about the family line Yeah, I'm seeing my father in me I guess that's how it's meant to be And I find more and more like him each day I notice I walk the way he walks I notice I talk the way he talks Starting to see my father in me. And now looking back, I can recall the times we disagreed. When I could not take hold of his old fashioned ways. And the more I tried to prove him wrong, the more I proved. Seeing my father in me Yes, it's how it's meant to be And I find more and more like him each day I notice I walk the way he walks I notice I talk the way he talks I'm starting to see my father in me and I'm happy to see my father in me. Okay, so we'll get banned off uh, some of these platforms now because this is a YouTube video and you're not allowed to play them. But that, that's pretty profound, isn't it? And makes you stop and think, uh, really, do people see your Heavenly Father in you? Do you walk the way he walks? Do you talk the way he talks? Starting to see my father in me. Wow. Mark Mattingly, come on in, Mark. Hey, thanks, Coach. A couple quick things. Uh, what Joe just mentioned, you know, I was going 
to a Catholic church with my dad growing up and uh, staunch Catholics never told each other, we love you. And I started fellowship in a, in a uh, uh, non-denominational church and do I hardly knew them were saying, I love you, and give me hugs. So I started doing the same thing to my dad, and he finally started doing it to me. Um, but uh, what I really wanted to share was, you know, when Jesus taught his disciples how to pray, one of the things he said was, uh, depending on your translation, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And... It just struck me that that line was given to us to set us free from some earthly bondage. Amen, brother. That's right. Your hatred doesn't affect the person that you hate. It eats you up every day. Good word, Mark. Craig. Well, you know, uh, I'm down here at the conference, so uh, we'll be seeing you later this afternoon, Coach. But, you know, Dr. Cool. Stella, Dr. Stella really, um, you know, she really did a good job last night, and, and two things that really kind of hit me. One is, uh, you know, we have two-minute prayers, but <laughs> relationship is a lot more than that. Uh, and, you know, speaking about the Heavenly Father, uh, at the very end, you know, Neil came up and says, well, let's, you know, give the Lord a round of praise and all that, you know, some people clapped. And then said, you know, let's, let's uh, acknowledge Dr. Stella, and everybody stood up. And Dr. Stella got up out of her seat, ran, grabbed the mic, and she says, you, you stand for me? You, you didn't stand for the Lord, and it really, it really hit me and said, "Wow, you know, I, we got this backwards." And uh, you know, if we establish that relationship with our heavenly Father first, not at not at neglecting our, our earthly one, it's it's gonna it's gonna transcend back to the earthly Father. So let's let's really have that relationship with our heavenly Father first, and in true in trueness. Amen, brother. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Uh, but, uh, you know, get, God only, I don't even know how we got here today, <laughs> where we are today. But uh, there's a great, great uh, father wound. And this, I, I believe there's a relationship between a man's earthly relationship with his earthly father and his relationship with his heavenly father. Because the truth is, when you say to somebody, father, to some people, that ain't a good thing. That ain't a good thing. And you say, uh, uh, hey, hey, you want to meet your heavenly father? And all they can think about is that drunken guy that beat on him and called him names. They say, no, no, thanks. No, no, I'm not interested in any relationship with any more fathers. And uh, there's a there's a great, uh, deep, deep wound there for sure, man. I try to get new folks in. Janine, come in quickly, please. Just a few minutes here, and then, then Bernie. Um, Jonathan, can you go to the 1828 dictionary and put in the word name? You guys were talking this morning about um, the Lord, but it says there the, uh, you know, and everybody said, has said before, don't take uh, the Lord Jesus Christ's name in vain. Well, look at the word name. It goes right along with what you're talking today about. And if you go down to number 10, scroll down. Read, you can read that. In Scripture, in the name of God signifies his titles, his attributes, his will or purpose, his honor, his glory, his word, his grace, his wisdom, power, and goodness, his worship serve or service, or God himself. So Sweet it has man. not, it's character. Are, are yeah. we taking the Lord's character in vain by what we do and how we're, we're um, presented yeah. to the world? We certainly are. <laughs> Shame on us. We certainly are. Thanks, Janine. Bernie. Yeah, Coach. Just it's amazing when you reflect how much of our problems really stem from our failure to honor our parents, to honor yep. our father and mother, and what a root that is of so many of the other problems that we have. I know you're out of time. I'll let you. I'll let you wrap up. But um, yeah, that, that's that could be a whole show right there. It is a whole show, Bernie. Because let's be honest, all of our kids think we're stupid, don't they? And, I, and I've shared this before. I thought that about my dad. I thought, you know, boy, I got a college degree. He just worked at Kaiser Aluminum. I know a lot more than my dad. Not in a disrespectful way. I wasn't doing it to disrespect him. We've been trained in our culture and our society that, that uh, education makes you smart. Remember, father knows best. They got that off the TV real quick, didn't they? Father knows best. Well, that's bigoted. 
Go ahead, Bernie. Okay. Uh, so the people think that their their dad is bad. You can't think that unless you have an idea of what a good dad is. Okay. Yeah. How can you well, say that- a dad is bad? All right. And and you and you have to have some other ideas that that that, that go along. And who are we to judge our parents? Who are we? We're all going to stand before God. And if your dad was bad, you can still honor your father by being honorable, because honor is is honor. And even Amen. if your dad was, was the worst scum, if you live an honorable life, you'll bring honor to your father. Amen, Bernie. Listen, folks, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to close it down here real quick. You don't have any idea what your dad went through. You can say you did. You don't have any idea what your father went through that shaped him. You have no idea. And I'm talking about my own children now. My own children, they just know me. My grandchildren know me as Grampy, as this, dare I say it, this religious fanatic, right? They don't know how I got here. They don't have any idea what I went through. Amen. To to be who I am today. They have no idea. And we don't have any idea. You don't have any idea what your daddy went through to be who it was he became. And uh, it's sad. Again, honor thy father and mother, not love them, honor them. And, uh, oh, oh, boy, the image of our, how do we get on that today? The image of our heavenly, earthly father projects on us the image of our heavenly father. Have a great weekend. I get that free streaming. If you want live streaming down there in, in uh, Dayton, uh, go thereforeconference.com, I think it is. Go thereforeconference.com. Look forward to seeing a bunch of you down there. God bless you. See you Monday.